Good evening and welcome to our manger scene. Uh, we're excited that you're here. Uh, what I'm going to do real quick is just open us in a word of prayer. Then Brother Anthorn will come and lead us in a few songs to sing. And then we'll kick off our manger scene. Let's pray. Father, thank you, Lord, for this evening. Uh, we do thank you for the, the cool breeze that we're feeling right now, cooling things down. Uh, we thank you, Lord, that we're able to come together and celebrate again the greatest gift that mankind has ever received, and that's your Son, Jesus Christ. And as we uh, prepare for this display, pray that you would uh, just receive this as a blessing, uh, a real savoring offering before you, and I pray, Lord, that we will equally be blessed and challenged as well. And this is your name we pray. Amen. Good evening, everybody. It's a nice, uh, crisp uh, evening outside. Everyone enjoying the weather here? It's nice weather, yes. And uh, we're going to sing uh, some not-so-familiar um, songs at the beginning. Um, I don't know how many of you are aware, but there is a new lottery business that is going to open in the Bahamas next year. And, uh, yeah, well, I, <laughs> Andrew said just one. Say, speak up. You want me to use the other mic? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, um, so that that has me a, a little, uh, you know, concerned because our, our country is slipping further and further into moral decay. Um, and the first song that we're going to sing was written by somebody by the name of Henry Longfellow. He was the most beloved American poet of his day. And the tragedies that re resulted from the Civil War were heavy on his heart when he penned the words of this poem, I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day. And those who read this poem, it gave them uh, some hope, it gave them some comfort. And, you know, the clear message in this Christmas carol, I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day, is that our God is still in control despite the evils, despite the troubles that exist all around us, and he will bring peace and goodwill toward men through Jesus Christ, our, our soon-coming king. And that's, that's the message of hope that Christmas uh, presents to us, that the Savior was born to bring salvation, to bring hope uh, to this world that is so filled with violence and hatred and all of the other negative elements that we see all around us. And so as we sing number 25, let's uh, sing that with the expectant hope that each one of us should have as believers in Jesus Christ. Number 25, I heard the bells on Christmas Day. I heard the bells on Christmas Day their old familiar carols play and wild and sweet the words repeat of peace on earth good will to men i thought how as the day had come the bell fries of all christendom had rolled along the unbroken song of peace on earth, good will to man. 
hate is strong and mocks the song of peace on earth, good will to man. Then peal the bells more loud and deep. God is not dead, nor doth he sleep. The wrong shall fail, the right prevail. With peace on earth, good will to man. Then ringing, singing on its way, the world revolved from night to day. A voice, a chime, a chant sublime of peace on earth, good will to man. Our next song is number 18, O Little Town of Bethlehem. And I want us to pay special attention to the third stanza. How silently, how silently the wondrous gift is given, so God imparts to human hearts. Sorry, that's the fourth verse. O holy child of Bethlehem, descend to us, we pray. Cast out our sin and enter in. Be born in us today. The new birth, that's why he was born. To be born in the hearts of those who would place trust, faith in him. Oh, little town. Oh, little town of Bethlehem, how still we see thee lie. Above thy deep and dreamless sleep, the silent stars go by. Yet in thy dark street shineth the everlasting light the hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight for christ is born of mary and gathered all Oh 
sing this one very often. There's a song in the air, and it's good that we're on the outside tonight. Let's put this song in the air tonight. Let's stand together as we sing this one, number 31. There's a song in the Thank you. You may be seated. And now, without any further delay, it is my pleasure to present, or not for me to present, but for me to say that our drama ministry, Calvary Bible Church's drama ministry, proudly presents Little Star, a Christmas play for the young at heart. Let us welcome Calvary Bible Church drama ministry at this time. Once upon a time, in fact, it was the very beginning of time, God, the great creator, made the stars. Then the great creator told the stars, I have a special place for each of you to shine and a special job for each of you to do. But you will have to wait until I'm finished making the rest of the universe before you can be placed in the sky. They waited. All of them were so excited thinking about where in the heavens they would be placed. They even whispered among themselves about the special jobs they might do. They all whispered quietly, except Little Star. She was so excited that she just couldn't stay quiet. Just think, I'm going to have a place to shine for the great creator. Why are you not so loud? Please! I'm sorry. I can't help it. I'm just so excited. It's just hard to be quiet. Just think, Twinkle. You and me shining for the great creator? I know, I know. That's a really big job. Quiet! I mean, that's enough. 
he came to Little Star. Thoughtfully, he looked down at the excited little one. Do you really want to shine for me, Little Star? Yes, sir. I want to shine for you so much, anywhere, anytime. Good, because I have a very special place for you and a very important job. Only you will have to wait because now is not the right time. And with that, the great creator was gone. Little Star was confused. She didn't know what to do. She looked into the heavens where all the other stars were shining and felt very much alone. Did you hear what happened to Little Star? No, do tell. She was in place. Was in place? But how could that be? Everyone else was. What am I going to do, Twink? Maybe the great creator did make a mistake when he made me. Maybe there's a special job after all. Maybe, maybe I'm a mistake. Now just hold on, little star. You know the great creator doesn't make mistakes. But what am I going to do? Hmm. Let me think. Suppose you were to grow a big star beam so everyone would notice you. A star beam. Well, wonderful idea. A star beam. If I make it big enough, everyone will notice me. Maybe even a great creator will see it. And they'll give me a place to shine for him. Thanks, Twinkle. I've got to get busy on my star beam. She went right to work, and soon Little Star had a beautiful star beam. All of the other stars watched with approving interest. Perhaps she'll amount to something. Perhaps. Could be. Little Star's star beam was indeed one of the most beautiful in all of the heavens. And just as she had wanted, it caught the eye of the great creator. What do we have here, little one? Sir, I grew the star beam so I can be good enough to shine for you. That star beam is for me? Oh, yes, sir. It sure is. I'll shine any place for you. Please give me a chance. If it is for me and I can use it exactly the way I want... Yes, it's yours. Then may I break it off? Break it off? Why would you want to break it off? It's for you so I can shine for you. I did for you. I suppose you can break it off if you really want to. Thank you, precious one. You see, I can't use you the way I planned with the star beam in the way. With enormous care and infinite love, the great creator took a little star into his hands and carefully broke off the star beam. He put the broken little one inside his cloak right next to his heart and then went about his work. Little star could still hear the other stars talking. Did you hear what happened to Little Star? No, no, do tell. But as time went by, they didn't matter anymore. Little Star was learning to listen to another voice as she lived day by day, close to the Great Creator's heart. And after a very long time, the Great Creator called softly to Little Star. Now, little one, now is the time for you to shine for me. Follow my finger across the sky, and I will point to your place in the heavens. Joy filled Little Star's heart. There really was a special job after all. Little Star started to follow the hand of the Great Creator until she noticed the direction it was going. 
down, 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 far below all of the other stars, so very far down near the earth. Stop. Stop here, little one, and shine for me. As little star watched, people approached. Little star could hardly believe what she was seeing. She was shining to announce the birth of the great creator's son, God's only son, Jesus. She had been born for this. Little star watched as Mary, Joseph, and baby Jesus settled down into the simple stable. They stayed there because there was no room for them in the inn. As we sing number 28, Away in a Manger. shepherds couldn't get to the stable fast enough to see the miracle. Then little star saw, star saw wise men from distant lands making their way toward her. They kept pointing up at her and watching her. She realized they were following her. They were using her light to find Jesus. Now please turn to number nine as we sing, Hark the Herald, Angels Sing.
to number 20 as we sing, O come, all ye faithful. Joyful and triumphant 
as the little star looked down and saw baby Jesus, her heart was filled with joy. Slowly, without her even knowing it, she had grown from just a little star into the brightest and most beautiful star in all of the heavens. And she didn't even know it. Number three, Joy to the World. Let's stand together as we sing. This is our final carol for this evening. Joy to the World, number three. Let's give the cast again a, a round of applause for their performance. And just for a real brief um, curtain call, I'd like to introduce, I'm not going to call names because I'm terrible with names. So, Little Star, you can, yeah, thank you so much, Little Star. You can take a bow. And then we got Twink, Twinkle. Where's Twinkle? Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star, how I wonder. Where you are. Okay, there you go. All right, see that? All right, so twinkle. And then we got stars one, two, and three. Okay, here they come. Great performance, guys. And then we have Mary and Joseph, of course. Thank you. Then we have the shepherds and the wise men. And, of course, to bring the story to us, we got... Our lovely narrator. All right. All right. All right. So if you all can take a bow. 
There you go. And you can feel free to, I know you've been standing, the wind has been whipping, so you can grab a seat where you can. And as they leave, just give them a final round of applause. Thank you all. Yep. The shepherd was like, thank you. He was cold. Been standing for a while. So just before I give, again, my brief closing remarks, because I see folks like all colored and shuddering and stuff like that, just a, a, a vote of thanks to the coordinators. And Von Rea Jack is not here, and most of us know why. Um, with the uh, with Ralf Hanna and 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 his illness that that he has, and, and although we know that there is some some improvements, she's there. I uh, want to thank Megan Knowles for willingly stepping in to take the helm. And I don't know where she, okay, she's in the back by the door. So thank you, Megan, for being willing to step in um, like that on, on such a, uh, an unexpected notice. And also thank you to all the parents for being willing to bring your, your children out for each practice and encouraging them to learn their lines and to come out. Um, we just thank you again for partnering with us as well. Um, certainly thank you to the media crew for you know, it's, it's hard when it's windy like this. You know, you hear the wind, you, you can't control the wind. And for just setting it up, the sound that we were able to have, the lighting. So thank you to the, the media team as well. And then also uh, thanks to um, Delano and, and the SAP prop setting everything up and making it look real pretty for us tonight as well. And then of course, thank you guys for coming out and braving the cooler weather, right, and, 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 and just supporting the manger scene. So just for our closing remarks, before I get to that, I saw treats and sweet things. Were they for tonight or no? Yes, okay. See? So we're going to treat you guys for, you know, shivering and stuff like that. So we're going to have some nice treats um, there, I'm going to put in a plug for um, Delavo. You know, she has some treats. Save one for me. Okay. So, anyway, nice treats. Thanks again for all those who brought treats for, for this. Uh, appreciate your support in that regard as well. So, God has a special plan and purpose for us all. And some of us, we are fully aware to a certain degree at least what that plan is. Not completely, but we have some sort of thought process that, hey, God has been leading me on this trail I don't know where this trail is going to end, but this is the direction that he is calling me in. But some of us do not know. And like Little Star, it can be confusing at times. But as we have been taught in the Word, his thoughts are far above our thoughts, right? And his ways are not like our ways. Amen? And so although we may not be able to understand what his plan is, but we can trust that. He has a purpose, and his purpose, he has determined specifically for us to accomplish. And what that is, we may not know until we are in the midst of it. So my challenge to us this evening is that we would surrender our lives over to the plan and purpose that God has for us so that when we do do that, we can truly experience what his perfect plan and his perfect purpose is for our good and for his glory. Amen? Amen. All right, just before I close in a word of prayer, 
here's an announcement. We need all able-bodied men, young and older, and we're not excluding the women too, but repartitioning to the men, to help us move all the chairs back into the Earl Reach. All of the, the plastic chairs need to go back around the tables, um, eight chairs per table. Um, I, I'm sure that's going to suit you fine when you have your treat, if you want to sit and eat. Um, but we need to set that up for, for our Boxing Day uh, uh, event. But So all the white plastic chairs will need to go around the tables that are already set up inside the Earl Reach, uh, eight tables to each, sorry, eight chairs to each table. All of the sound equipment, the media crew will handle that, so, so you can just leave that alone. Uh, but everything else, uh, feel free to either check with Megan to, to see if, as far as like stage, stage items that need to be moved, but particularly for the chairs, if you can assist us with that, that would be greatly appreciated. So now let's pray. Father, thank you again for this evening. Uh, thank you for this uh, special play that was put on. And, and, and although it, you know, it didn't take uh, a whole lot of time to, uh, to go through, but it just communicated a very special message that we need to be willing to be used by, your, by you. And we need to be willing to accept the journey that you're going to take us on as you purpose to use us for your glory. And so, Father, it's proud that we would say, here I am, use me, send me, do with me as you wish, so that in the end we will be so satisfied in you, so that you will be so glorified in us. And it's in your name we pray. And all God's people say, Amen. Amen. Thank you all so much.